welcome to episode 59 of the Film Yak Podcast. I'm John. I'm Kevin. Jonathan. I'm JR. <laughs> and uh, today we're here again to talk about movies, specifically Nicholas Winding Refn's uh, 2009 film. Nine or ten? 2009. Uh, 2009 film Valhalla Rising, which is Jonathan's pick. Um, just a really fun-loving Easy on the eyes, kind of mm. you know, heartfelt, heartwarming picture. Um, I love the dialogue. <laughs> you love the dialogue. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into it. Uh, so uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that as well as uh, all the just plethora of trailers that released over the last two or three days, and uh, other stuff we watched. Maybe a little news. How's everybody doing? All right, I'm doing. Great. This is the start of a four-day weekend for me. Oh, four days. I get three-day nice. weekend, but uh, that that that's pretty nice. Four is four is better than three. Indeed. Jr. is on the on, what a month weekend right now. Yeah. About <laughs> right. Yeah. Thirty-day weekend. Nice to be unemployed. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's so great. There's there are no downsides at all. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So you know. I feel like there was something, there was a news item that I wanted to discuss, and now I can't recall what the fuck it was. Does anybody know what's going on? Is there anything happening that I should be talking about, or that we should be talking about? I could have sworn there was. I'm not prepared, I'm sorry. No. Night on Earth is getting blue, right? Oh, yeah. That oh, one, the, the, oh, the Jackie, story the Jackie Chan yeah. films on Criterion. Uh, yes. Very, very exciting. Uh, yes. Very exciting indeed. That's and Americans crazy. are still obsessed with Terrace House. With what? No, no change. You guys haven't heard of Terrace House? Terrorist House? Terrace. Oh, Terrace, Terrace House? Terrace. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Why is it only two Jackie Chan? What do you mean? Do you guys not even use Netflix? Yeah, I have Netflix. <laughs> yeah. What is Terrace House? I, I it's like a... <laughs> Terrace. What the fuck T-E. is wrong? I know. What is it? What is it? Are you thinking it's about Marie Kondo's show about getting no, organized? But, <laughs> but it's similar. It's a uh, it's a Japanese rea- it's like Japanese real world, but there's no drama. Lame. It's just like, uh, but every everyone I know is watching it. I've never just heard sitting. of it. It's uh, it's crazy. I watched uh, like six episodes. They're all twenty minutes. <laughs> That's still and way my, too my much. My wife, my wife and sister in law were just like. Let's uh, just pop this on for two straight days. It's subtitled? Yeah. It's no Japanese. drama. No drama. What happens? Took like 20 episodes for someone to kiss. <laughs> so they just like sit around and talk? Yeah. And they, uh, they like, they're always like, they start crying when they, they start talking about how they need to start working harder. Jesus. You know, fuck. like, uh, that sounds wow. brutal as hell. Like they're not, you're not meeting your potential. It's, <laughs> It's insane. Is it like pseudo, like slice of life, philosophical, like Ozu movies? Not really. Okay. They're all. I mean, it's it's a reality they, show, and all the just people are all normal twenty people. and twenty five. Well, they're I think uh, you know. I'm I'm glad that you uh, brought that into our uh, radar and everything, Jr. But what I think the thing that I went to talk about was the uh, the Ghostbusters three is coming out. That's yeah. that's the big news, I think. Three. Yeah, and that uh, it's a direct is continuation from uh, from two from the eighties. 
and it's directed by the director's son, Jason Reitman, Oscar-nominated filmmaker of uh, Juno and Young Adult. I don't... Mm, they release a, ta- a teaser trailer of the Ecto-1 with like a tarp over it being blown around. I don't know. This is not news. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's a pretty big deal because they've been, uh, apparently the film, you know, they've been teasing the idea of a third Ghostbusters for like 30 years now. Huh. And, uh, but isn't this, uh, isn't this not with Dan Aykroyd? No, it's n- I, I think, I think if anything, it would be not with Bill Murray. I think he's the holdout. He's the one who doesn't want anything to do with it anymore. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's, everybody's got a price there, JR. So, I'm sure uh, he's doing Zombieland too. You know, nothing's beneath him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anyway, not, I'm, I'm not. The, I've never even seen Ghostbusters, so I don't. I don't know. But it seemed like a pretty big Are you deal. Serious? No. I mean, yes, I'm serious. I've never seen it. None of them. No. Wow. The first one is at least worth a watch. I've heard they're funny. They're the first one is funny. I yeah. don't. I'm. Not, I don't know. We oh, there was they're satanic. We weren't allowed to watch them because they're satanic. Oh, that's- you, when, right, you, when did right. you watch him? At my neighbor's house. Oh. When I was like really young. You're bad. Uh, the first one. You're I've, a bad I've, kid. I've never seen the second one. Bad influence. The second one, I mm, parts I would say are entertaining, but I mean, unless you really want to, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, you know, I eventually I'll watch the first one, I'm sure, mm. but... Anyway, I smell a deep dive. Oh, well, somebody, no. somebody recommends it besides me. That'd be fine. Um, so let's get on to the trailers. Uh, finally, a domestic trailer for A24's High Life, directed by Claire Denny, starring R. Pats, just god of acting. Um, how's, everybody, <laughs> how's everybody feeling about uh, this High Life trailer? Maybe even in comparison to the international trailer, if you recall it. Personally, I prefer the international trailer. Right. It looks good. But yeah, it looks good either Except way. Except for the line, he, he says, you're foxy or something. You're foxy and you know it. That's yeah. awful. I love that, that shit. Maybe you don't like that? Up. No, that was terrible. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I mean, it looks great, though. I mean, like, if I was standing in front of Juliet Binoche, I would say the same thing, but... You have to think about, too, that she's a lot older, so foxy is it's like her terminology. Such, like, what? <laughs> God, it's just such a strange word. Foxy. It's, very, it's a very French word. Yeah, it's French. They're French, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Foxy. I really like the idea that he has this little kid in space and that he's like a single father. It seems mm. like just a weird idea, but really interesting looking. Yeah. Feels like it's going to be super manipulative emotionally, and I'm just going to cry my eyes out certain parts of it. Yeah, like because <laughs> like they show they show the baby, and then it's just him and the baby. Then they start to show other people, and then they start showing other people with the baby, and I was like, oh boy. I feel like it's just going to get weird as fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, like totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like there's going to be some body yeah. horror stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, and I could Definitely. get into that. I have no problem with that. I'm very much looking like forward a, to it. got like a eugenics vibe from yeah. it. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> if the baby is some kind of uh, experiment yeah. or something. Yeah. Right. Didn't it? Didn't they say something about how they were all being recycled? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he, but I think that was more of a comment about that they were all criminals and that okay. they're being used again for this new mission. Could be, want them to be could literally also be, recycled. Yeah, it could be, yeah. could be a literal recycling as well, I guess. Do we know what's happening at all? No, I don't think so. I don't want to know. Andre 3000 is a gardener. He looks great. <laughs> I mean, it looks great. Everything looks great. Yeah, this. I mean... I, I want to go into this thing totally blind. Yeah, that's that's ideal. Yeah, actually, yeah. thinking speaking. Well, of then that, you failed. 
You already no, watched well, the trailer. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, I watched a trailer to Children of Men, and I remember going and did and like not realizing what the fuck it was, and then just being like, mm. you know, blown away by it at the time. Yeah, I haven't right. watched it in a long time. Don't know. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, you know, I think this. The, uh, well, I mean, you guys tell me. I don't know. This, first, this first is, of all, John. I mean. I thought we were friends, but then you specifically asked me to watch the trailer for that. Like, what did I do to you, man? Like, so you're on the you're on the negative side. Of I'm this. I'm very much on the negative side. I don't this know looks what this stupid is. as hell. Okay, it's just like the weirdest <laughs> idea. Not it even, is a bizarre it's, idea. It's not, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's Use your cheese. words. <laughs> it's complete cheese. I don't know. It's like but, I don't. Know. Is it though? I mean, because I don't. Yes. I, I feel it doesn't because it, it, it looks like it's serious. Yeah, I know that. It like, doesn't that look like so extra serious. weird. I, it's so strange to me. It was the weirdest. Tra- I watched it like four yeah. times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What is this fucking movie?" I, I agree. I mean, but I, I agree. But at the same uh, time, that's what that's what intrigues me the most about it is how serious it's taking itself. It's like not goofy B movie stuff at all. It's like trying to be some kind of like you know prestige thriller or something, but it's got the stupidest title on earth. Yeah, like they wanted us to take Dark Knight really seriously too, and you know, like the Hitler stuff is fine, do. like him like secretly killing Hitler or whatever with a but sweet then, like square silencer like, thing that the, he puts like, on his gun. <laughs> and then I can go along with Bigfoot a little bit, but like B- Bigfoot is carrying a disease oh, that's going like to wipe that. out Earth. You don't like that? That's the most interesting part of it to me. Is that like you give him a reason to kill Bigfoot? Otherwise, it's just stupid. It's like, oh, you got to kill Bigfoot because he's a monster. But it's like, no, he's carrying this I feel germ like this movie that's going to written by like twenty-five people in one room, and they're just shooting <laughs> ideas. Yeah, maybe. So like, <laughs> no, it's written by one person. I like, see each that. person gets one idea, and it's going in the script no matter what. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what's happening. So enough people have caught this like Bigfoot flu. <laughs> like enough people have found this one Bigfoot that he, they know that he's the one that's spreading this disease. Why do they need Sam Elliott to find him? Found Hitler, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but like, it just seems like if you know that, like, if enough if enough people can find (coughs) Bigfoot and I don't know, maybe fluids. Maybe he's transferring the germ to other creatures. (laughs) Jar, we never know. I'm going to see this movie, and I think the title is just like a it's just a huge dick swing. You know, yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's how. I, that's kind of the, the same way I, I, I. That's way I feel. But I, I feel like it's. It feels like. Um, okay, well, and this is not going to be a good comparison, but the last time I felt this way about a movie was when Geely came out, and Geely was uh, advertised uh, as like a romantic comedy, and I remember thinking this is not going to be a romantic comedy. This is going to be like a hardcore like mafia movie because. Uh, they're just trying to sell it in a certain way, and that's why everybody's pissed off and hating it so much. And I was like half right; it is like it gets pretty like intensely violent at the end of it. But um, and it does have like mafia stuff going on in it. But but uh, you know, it was still disappointing. But it wasn't as bad as everybody says it is. But that's the way I feel about this. It feels like it's gonna be you know, like people are gonna say, "Well, that sounds retarded." But then if you actually see it, well, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's kind of good. So it's like they're trying to redo True Romance. Uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah, but I mean, I, this just the survival stuff and all the uh, like him in the in the woods and all that shit. That shit looks good to me. I'm into that. I'd watch that. You love all survival stuff, though. I not all of it. 
but yeah, certainly I'm a big fan of it. I don't, I mean, there's a, you know, you can do it wrong and then it does not that great, you know, like, um, I wasn't a huge fan of the gray, for instance. I don't think anyone was. Oh, I know some people who were. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so, uh, anyways, moving on, uh, to, uh, you know, just the movie event of the year, John Wick chapter three, Parabellum, because, <laughs> uh, just the chapter titles aren't enough. Got to add that Parabellum in there. Right. Uh, the third uh, chapter in the John Wick Chronicles. <laughs> yeah. In which the entire city of New York is after him to kill him. And uh, he has to kill all of them instead. How did, what did you guys think of I'm this? I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> if it's like a, yeah, if it's like start of the movie, he gets exiled or whatever the fuck. And then it's just mm-hmm. like an hour and a half of just gunfights and shit. I'll be into that. Yeah, <laughs> extra light on the story would be great. I'm just sad to see story? Lawrence Fishburne returning. <laughs> no dialogue, just fucking gunfights. If only. <laughs> Remember, we had the idea for the movie that was uh, just a, a battle scene in the this middle. Is still ages. a good idea. It's just it's just a battle. There are no characters. It's like dawn. Yeah, it's just like it just, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's just like the Braveheart battle, but for an hour and a half. Because yeah, we were like, we were like thinking, it's like okay, how, how like. Like a skirmish, you know, yeah. like 2,000 on each side. Exactly. How, how long would that take to kill her? Like, I mean, it's I mean, got to be like four or five hours. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> Especially if they're any good. Exactly. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, it'd be an amazing <laughs> epic, and it'd be so intensely fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. oh God, what a good idea. Oh, do it like, you know, cinema, <laughs> cinema verite, like you're really there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll put like GoPros on the ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Like the axe swings, it goes black for a second, and then it comes yeah. up dripping. These Amazing. Are, these are great ideas. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Not not a lot to say about John Wick. Uh, you know, if you're if you like the other two, you'd watch this one, I guess. And finally, um, Steven Soderbergh's uh, second f- post retirement film, uh, High Flying Bird. Uh, again, sh- no, I'm sorry. Th- wait, third? Is it third? It is the third one, right? Because he did. Uh, Unsane is it unsane after his retirement? Do you yeah. do you yes. count? Do yes, you count that's that, three, that like that choose your Those own adventure? No, thing? that's a TV show. That's okay. different. And okay. the Nick is a TV show. So he retired from filmmaking, but now oh. he's back doing films. Except he's shooting them on iPhones. And uh, it's on Netflix, so it doesn't. I guess he just. Well, it's a movie. Yeah. I mean, it's still a, it's still like an hour and a half movie or whatever. I don't yeah. know. I'm. Uh, what do you guys think of this? It's uh, another another movie shot on an iPhone. Uh, starring Andre Holland, called High Flying Bird. I think yeah. it looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm into this. It looks yeah. good. Looks yeah, a, yeah, I agree. It looks like uh, an interesting kind of. I like sports agents stuff. It's yeah, you know, it's always it's like good super drama. political. Yeah, stuff, yeah, 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 and like like Moneyball like, and shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the fact that like you know this. I guess the kid is a pro player, and there's some kind of something going on with the NBA, and nobody's playing anything, and like. Like how, like, you know, in like major sports teams, like you basically sign your life away for you know a lot of money, but you're still kind of signing your life away. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, I mean, interesting. Yeah, I think it looks a lot better than Unsane, like uh, mm. aesthetically. Definitely. Even though it's I shot didn't see Unsane. Was it? Was it good? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's all right. I liked it. I gave it a four. And Jr. did too. I think. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, uh, that's uh, that's all the trailers, guys. So uh, get over it. Okay, it's over. Yeah. Sorry. 
done. Oh, there is a, that new um, Netflix true crime series, Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes. Did you guys watch the no, trailer for this? No. Scary as fuck. Yeah. I watched the trailer and wanted to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> the, apparently, it's 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 being directed and made by Joe Berlinger, who did the uh, Paradise Lost trilogy um, of films. And he also is making a narrative film about Ted Bundy hmm. starring anybody? Anybody? Willem Dafoe. Zach Efron. Wow. Yeah. And it's called Extremely Evil, Wicked, and Vile or something like that. Uh, but yeah, I read his entire Wikipedia page, and it's some pretty heinous shit. So I don't recommend it. Uh, yeah. Like the, the bashed in skulls and shit, and I'm just like, I I can't watch this. Yeah, like it's it, fucked. I'm, I'm not watching yeah. this it's shit. Absolutely <laughs> fucked. He was a very uh, bad person. <laughs> um, but, but he anyways. was also like a very sort of good person. Like people love to cite that he was. I don't know about a know, good person. Well, he, yeah, he was liked. He was but, charismatic. Well, people yeah. <laughs> people love to cite that he like volunteered for a suicide hotline. Oh yeah, yeah. you know, and all oh, that. Fuck like, that shit. I do, I don't understand. Like he wanted I, to kill them. He didn't want to kill well, themselves. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to, a shot at him. You see? Yeah, yeah. But like I I don't understand. So where do you, where the, do you live? The, uh, like <laughs> obsession. I'll come over and help you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the obsession with serial killers. Like I don't. In, either. in my experience, a lot of women, especially, seem to be like, like super enamored with serial killers and you know like my write mom. to them in prison and all no, that kind of that. stuff and like <laughs> yeah i mean my mom like watched all that shit though when we were kids like unsolved mm-hmm. mysteries and right like that. And my wife like, is super into true crime but yeah. i mean i don't know it's just i i'm I, I, yeah, i'm you're i'm serious. interested in all that so I, I find mystery very interesting just intriguing in general like i read a lot of uh i think i've read probably 90 percent of the pages on the Wikipedia's uh, archive of disappeared persons, because it's just uh, it's endlessly fascinating. These people just fucking vanish, and nobody knows what happened to them. And it's right. just like it's the rapture. <laughs> it's the rapture. <laughs> it's what what happened? I gotta know, yeah, but I don't want to know. Slower, you know. Exactly. So um, anyway, moving on to what we watched. Uh, I've like I say, I've only got one thing. So who wants to start this week? I'll uh, start. Jump. I got a. Uh, oh yeah. Ooh. Well, never mind. Jr. just right. jumped right in. Yeah, Go JR, ahead, Jr. Yeah. I got a I got a topical one, a new oh, one. Oh, good. Um, so I watched uh, the first of two uh, Fire Festival documentaries. Oh yeah, the one that uh, came the out Hulu on Hulu. One. And are you guys familiar with the Fire Festival? Yeah, I read the entire Wikipedia page at work the other day. <laughs> it's hilarious. But I knew yeah, so about this it. So this is a this doc was mostly about the uh, the guy who tried to pull it off, Billy McFarland, who. Uh, it's just like you you see like some stuff from his other businesses and he's just a con man. Like he's just a bullshit artist and it's great. And uh Firefest, I remember I remember like reading Pitchfork and Stereo Gum when this was happening, like last or I may, maybe uh in May twenty seventeen and like reading like Blink Way Two and like Kanye or whatever are playing in this festival. And uh and so when everyone got to this festival it was just like a, a FEMA setup with just a bunch of fucking tents on this, uh, on the business parking lot when it was supposed to be like a luxury festival and everyone was supposed to have like villas and everyone paid thousands of dollars to be in nice accommodations. Uh, so this doc just answers how in the fuck someone could pull off just this totally fraudulent music fest. And, uh, it's pretty fun. 
Now, are you know, it, do, I, uh, you, do you think that there's enough there to mine to get a second documentary on Netflix? I mean, like, is Netflix going to make like? See, this is I'm waiting for the Netflix one because I trust Netflix and I don't trust Hulu to make a great documentary necessarily. So I'm waiting. So I'm gonna I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back to that comment in just a moment because okay. I I don't know if I trust Netflix right now, right. but I don't know if there's enough because some of the reviews I saw for this one from like critics were basically just like, Oh, it's deja vu. Yeah. So basically it, it was the same shit, uh, reheated for Hulu because they, you know, critics got to see the, the Netflix one first. That's what it seemed but, like uh, to me though. Cause I saw the trailer to the Netflix one and then it seemed like the next day Hulu had uploaded theirs and it was like, wait, 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 we have one too. You know? And yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah. Strange. yeah. Uh, this, I mean, having not seen the Netflix one, this is a fun documentary. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, you know, uh, the the directors, Jennifer First and Julia Willoughby Nason, don't do, like, anything interesting with it. It's talking head interviews and footage of the founder being an idiot because he paid to have a camera crew follow him around. And they basically paid to have a camera crew follow him around and commit crimes. Um, wow. But, I mean, that stuff is all just, like, fun by itself. Uh, I saw Netflix... Netflix like threw shade on this movie. They <laughs> said that uh, Hulu paid the guy who's in jail right now two hundred fifty thousand dollars for an interview. Uh, Hulu fired back and said we did pay him. Uh, we didn't pay him that much money. And Hulu was like, "Hey Netflix, uh, why is your documentary produced by the people that did the marketing for Firefest?" Whoa! So. Uh, <laughs> and they call in in the film they call Netflix out for that. They have an interview with the like lead designer, graphic designer that was employed by Fuck Jerry, like which is a a big yeah. like Instagram social media mm. company or whatever. Wow. And uh That's ridiculous. He's great. <laughs> but he basically got uh he didn't get fired, but he basically got shunned by the company after this whole thing. It's interesting. No one's asked me for a documentary because they're the ones running it. So I don't trust Hulu because I watched this one. You don't. You don't trust, I don't trust Netflix because yeah. I watched this one. Okay. Right. That is. Uh, I'm still gonna watch interesting. it. Interesting. The thing about the other one, though, uh, the one on Netflix, is that it's directed by Chris Smith, who directed American Movie and the Jim and Andy movie on Netflix. Right. So that's he's got a really good track record. Hmm. Um. But it is it is totally possible that that will be a more formally interesting documentary. Sure, and I'm probably gonna watch it this weekend. Awesome. So I honestly didn't even back. I didn't even think that the Hulu one was like a legit thing. I thought it was like this is just some like 45 <laughs> minute thing that they threw together like a YouTube clip or you know <laughs> the YouTube clip. No, no. Yeah, this is a uh, extended this is a very professionally nice. Very professionally made 98 minute movie. Oh, cool. <laughs> with uh, with some really good interviews from not not just from the Billy McFarlane guy who has no like he's just not self aware. He has no idea that he did something wrong. He doesn't understand why he's in prison. Um, <laughs> and like they have the guy, they have one of these guys that was just like figured it out. It was a journalist that figured out it was fraudulent and tried to get the word out, and no one would listen to him. Like that guy is really cool. But I, I think some of the people were interviewed for both documentaries. We'll we'll see though. They get Kanye in there, so no, because Kanye was never actually part of it. Oh, 
they were advertising Kanye without. Did they Kanye. In, did they interview the um like all the Instagram models who publicize it on their Instagrams? They have a, a few of those. They have cool. a lot of footage from them and probably four or five Instagram model interviews. Hmm. Cool, cool. All right, well that sounds really good. Let's move on, Kevin. Uh. I watched John McTiernan's remake of Rollerball. The movie that put him in prison, eh? Actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it was... I it, mean, both prisons. Director prison and actual yeah. prison. I mean, <laughs> I can... I mean, watching watching the movie, like, I really did have to quote Ordell from Jackie Brown. Like, the fuck happened to you, man? Your ass used to be beautiful. Because, like, this is just some real schlocky shit. Oh, man. I'll give, I'll give you a for instance. With a cast like Chris Klein, isn't it? I mean, I, he's, <laughs> he's fucking terrible. Like, uh, LL Cool J is serviceable. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that, but here we are. Uh, Rebecca Romaine is actually not bad. Her Russian accent isn't terrible. She's, she's all right. She's good, yeah. good, good in the X-Men movies. Jean Reno is, like, really enjoying being the over-the-top over Russian villain. And Yeah. And, uh... But, yeah, like... So, there's, there's a point where, like, LL Cool J and Chris Klein are trying to get away from the people who, like, own, you know, own the team. The rollerball team that they're on. And literally, I think it's like 20, 25 minutes of them trying to get away. And then there's a chase scene and spoiler alert, LL Cool J ends up dying. But it's literally all shot in shitty green night vision. Mm. And not from anyone's perspective. It's just the film goes over... (laughs) To night vision. Oh no! See, I like that. That's in, I, that, watch, watch it. That's and in Sicar- if, They do that if, in Sicario, also. I don't know. I feel like Sicar- Sicario has done a lot better. Well, I mean, I'm, that maybe, uh, but I'm just saying they do. It's the same. Okay. The same thing. They, it's not from anybody's perspective. But they just switch to right, night vision, yeah. which I thought was really awesome. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It just, I hear it you. Just, see, not, it's really. I will never watch this movie. So no, you. you it's 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 pretty terrible. Um, and like, yeah, I know, like. It was while he was doing this movie, McTiernan started really getting into the wiretapping and um, hiring the detect the private eye who basically got him into prison uh, for also doing nefarious things. And it, that whole thing is a real mess. And, like, I feel bad for the guy because, like, I mean, yeah, like, I think on his part it was, you know, a lapse of judgment and, you know, you know, big Hollywood directors, they get paranoid and they don't know, they don't know what's going on. Because any, any moment, whoever's running the studio that week could decide, no, nah, you're fired. Um, right. So, but yeah, but the movie itself is pretty terrible. And the Thomas Crown Affair was, it wasn't actively terrible, but it was boring and you're almost done, huh? You got almost, medicine I got man. A medicine man, and I need to finish basic. I, sta- oh, okay. I started it, but the DVD started oh, skipping yeah, yeah. so horribly that I I had to I had to stop watching it. That's... I need to find whatever streaming service it's on. But um, yeah, Rollerball is a two, and 
I'm probably going to, like, when I do the McTiernan list, it's probably going to be at the bottom. Oh, okay. Ouch. I haven't seen Medicine Man yet. You don't know. I don't know. Lorraine Bracco. Uh, (laughs) What year was this? 2004 or 5? No, 2002. 2002. Was it after Basic or before? Before. It was the movie before Basic. Yeah, 2002. Sorry. Yeah. Jonathan? Uh, Finally got around to watching Solo. (laughs) A Star Wars tale. While you can on Netflix. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the only reason I watched it. Uh, it was it was decent. It was watchable. Give it a two. Give it a two. It was decent. There were parts that were good, but uh, <laughs> I I just I'm done with Star Wars. You say it, you say <laughs> I, I, it, I but just, I think I'm done. Remember when you were done with Marvel and you keep watching Marvel movies over and over again? <laughs> what was that, what was the last one? Black I Panther. That's true. <laughs> Your worst film of 2018. Yeah. You keep doing that it to yourself, my, and you will keep worst. doing it to yourself. That was not my worst film of 2018. What's your worst film of 2018? Uh, Annihilation? Annihilation. Oh, that's okay. right. <laughs> the Black Panther was like number two or something. <laughs> JR's like ashamed. <laughs> Annihilation's terrible. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I, I I don't know. This this movie's just not... It's not that great. But I mean, it, it has parts that are like entertaining and cool. Did it look like, good? I mean, was it, it looked, made yeah, well? Yeah, it looked good, and like the pacing's pretty decent, and... The way they introduce characters is like it's pretty good. How does it compare to Ron Howard's other sci-fi epic, Apollo Thirteen? Apollo, th- I mean, <laughs> Apollo I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Apollo Thirteen's great. Um, <laughs> and I don't. I mean, everyone did a pretty good job. It was just boring. I don't. I just didn't think it was yeah. that great. I just didn't think it was that great. Yeah, I agree. Like, and it kept going. It's way too long. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's like it was, if like it was an hour and a half. Three hours long. What was long? It's like, it's like two and two, a half, two twenty or something. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it should be like one forty max. Yeah, Donald Glover's spin great, off though. movie. Donald Glover is pretty good. Um, what's the guy who plays Solo? What's uh, Aaron, Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Reich. Yeah. I mean, he he he's decent. I I don't know. I just I'm just done with Star Wars. Give it. A you two. know what I don't like uh, about Solo or the idea of Solo is that like. When, like when is it taking place? It seems okay, yeah. Like, we were talking about that before you got here. Like, yeah, we have no idea. Like if it's if it's taking place even like within like a five year, five years of the first film, it's like so Alden Ehrenreich's going to turn into Harrison Ford in five years. Yeah, exactly. It makes like Apparently. no fucking sense at all. <laughs> yeah. I guess well, we're just trying. I guess we're just supposed to assume that like this is this is just him. He's twelve, and we're not supposed to think <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, he's like this is Harrison Ford. We're not supposed to think about how they don't look anything like. Yeah. And uh, Donald Glover's, he just is Billy D. Williams. You're not supposed to think about it. I think my biggest problem with the movie, though, is like I, watching it, I'm just like, why was this made? Because like, like the story money. itself is, I know. But like. Money, 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 money. It shows, like you get no. I, you get nothing out of this movie for, like, yeah. from like a fan like well, I think that's though. the. I think that was the general consensus, which is why they they were like, "We're done making. We're not going to make a movie every year. Now we're going to like reevaluate yeah, what we're doing." I'm glad they're doing that because they were like, really just churning them out, and it, like, it doesn't work that way with Star Wars. The pay, like I said, the pacing and everything is like it's decent, but like if I was a huge Han Solo fan, I you get nothing out of this movie. Yeah, you learn like, <laughs> nothing about who he is as a character, and it like, was like really kind of lame. Yeah, and like there there are parts where like. Like when he first meets Lando and like he's like sitting down to gamble with him and like out of nowhere he's just doing real well for some reason and like like even mm. like 
you can see like even Lando is kind of surprised by this. Like we have no idea. Like you know, he comes from the rough streets of Corellia, and like I was expecting like you know a con man, like you know some sort of anti-hero, but no, he's just a guy trying to make his way. And like I'm, I'm not a good guy. I'm not the good guy. And it's like yeah, you are. <laughs> It's I lame. mean, it's not good. Yeah, it's it's just that's unfortunate. Anyway. Yeah. Would it have been better if the Lego Movie guys had directed it? Probably, like, like probably it was originally it would have been. supposed to. Yeah, I th- and if they had like, <laughs> like what happened to good script writers? Where are they? Uh, David Kep's around still. And, yeah, uh, you know Steve Zalian, he's working. Uh, yeah. <laughs> A lot of good ones. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I don't. I don't know. It's depend. I mean, I don't. I, I'd have to see it. I don't know what the um, script issues are, yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, I watched uh, rewatched uh, Severed Ways, the Norse discovery of America, directed by Tony Stone, starring Tony Stone and some other guy, mm. and uh, Gabby Hoffman is in this for some reason, which is really bizarre. Uh, she's she has a, a character, recurring character on Girls. If you guys have ever watched Girls, she okay. plays Adam Driver's sister. Anyway, oh okay, she's uh, in it for one scene, but um, this movie that is, uh, this movie is a uh, a little notorious for Jonathan and I because we were really excited about it when the trailer came out back in '07, and uh, we watched it. Yeah, did we watch it together? Oh yeah, yeah. We watched it together. This is the one with like the black metal and shit in it. Yes, okay. and uh, <laughs> we were—I uh, think we were pretty disappointed with it at the time. Uh, with the little like head banging vignettes, yeah. Okay. There's just there's just one of those. <laughs> oh, there's just one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The movie has anachronistic. Uh, well, I just say say what it's about. It's about um, these two uh, Vikings who are left behind by their war party or whatever after they get attacked by Indians, and they are left in North America to fend for themselves. So they go about doing that and they like build a sh- there's like a long sequence of them building a shelter and then they like there's a sequence of uh them killing chickens to eat them and uh they actually kill chickens on film which is pretty hardcore mm. and then there's another scene of him taking a dump in the morning and they actually show the shit coming out of his asshole <laughs> on film <laughs> and uh Jesus. yeah uh, it's yeah. pretty it's pretty uh the way he like guts balls the to chicken the too oh yeah he just he I, really goes that's after that's it. the only thing <laughs> i remember is he like one one fell swoop just like rips this chicken's entire innards out yeah he just wow. sticks it he fists the entire thing and then he just rips everything out it's from the inside terrible. and uh <laughs> and then he plucks the feathers off it's a pretty long sequence and then mm. the, the other guy uh he he had chopped the head off the chicken with an axe the other guy picks up another chicken and just pulls its head off with his hands. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> and then they cook the chickens and eat them. Anyway, and there's also is this like, like the whole movie? Is this like no, a, no, no? <laughs> well, they, well th- this that sequence is actually uh, later on after that. Well, they come across these uh, these two missionaries, and uh, obviously being Vikings, they don't like Christianity, so they kill one of them and then they burn the church down, and then after they do that, they kill their chickens and eat them. Because they're hungry, you know. Um, and this movie is shot on uh, like mini DV, like standard def video. Uh, like I'm trying to think of something else. Oh, like, like well, sort of like 28 Days Later, I guess. But it doesn't uh. look quite as good as that because it's not like being processed and put on film or anything like that. It's just straight video. Like it looks like it was edited in an iMovie. 
And uh, there is something nasty. There's nothing but anachronistic music being used. Uh, there's a shitload of black metal, and there's a lot of like, like popple stuff, which is not good at all. <laughs> it's like these weird like track. There's like tracks from Aguirre in there, but they're like the ones with like all the electric guitar noodling and stuff, and they just don't sound good at all with the <laughs> with the movie. And that would be my my biggest issue with the film would be the music. But at the same time, I like I get why he's using some of it especially the metal stuff like i get the uh you know it's the movie is a lot about these two guys who are norse they love odin they love thor they talk about them a lot they like praise them they hate christians they hate christianity there's a flashback of one of them killing the guy who converted his sister to christianity and then his sister (laughs) kills herself it's like it's a pretty dark picture but um overall i'd say i have so much respect for tony stone to have made this movie and uh it's pretty incredible the things that he gets done in the movie and the images that he gets and the some of the terrain that he foot that he photographs is just absolutely beautiful there's like frozen waterfalls and shit apparently they shot it in vermont and in newfoundland Mm -hmm. and i mean it's just really really incredible looking at, at points uh so if you can get past some of the anachronisms <coughs> like <coughs> apparently and I don't know why why they did this but some of the subtitles um they'll be they they speak Swedish which mm. is also weird I don't know why and uh, and then they uh, cuz they talk about being from Iceland like multiple times right but uh they speak Swedish it's all dubbed because these guys are American. They don't speak Swedish, right. but it actually sounds pretty good because it's like these really deep, like, you know, it's, uh, and then like the subtitles, that was, was, that was good Swedish. Thank you. Yeah. The <laughs> subtitles are like, uh, modern. Like they, at one point they say this fish is killer. Like it's good. Oh, and then wow. they say, uh, we're going to, we're, we're toast if we stay here. <laughs> So it's wow. like, I don't know why, what, like, I don't understand that decision at all. I get the black metal. I don't get that decision. Uh, but uh, overall, I'd say it's definitely worth your time to, just as an oddity of cinema. It's mm. uh, it's something that's kind of forgotten, but it's definitely worth looking at. And um, I liked it quite a bit. I enjoyed it. I gave it a four out of five. Cool. Oh, and there is a scene in it where he throws a torch at a group of wolves and catches one of the wolves on fire. <laughs> and I read, I was like that. I was like uh, five out of five here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's amazing. But then I read that it's actually, a, he edited it. It's a clip from another movie that ah. he put into it. Wow. So, and I can't say what that movie is because I'm going to, it's going to be my next deep dive. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, you know, Check it out. And Tony Stone uh, did a documentary a couple of years ago called Peter and the Farm, which I'm trying to look for right now, which looks really interesting. But he hasn't really done anything else as far as feature narratives. Mm. Anyway, that's that's it for me. That's literally everything I've watched. I did, I did read the Kurt Vonnegut story Harrison Bergeron four times today because we studied it in our class. Right. And uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Sweet. Check it out. <laughs> Glad JR. <laughs> All right. I uh I rewatched one of my absolute favorite comedies from this century. It's called uh Priceless. It's a French movie starring uh Audrey Tattoo. Is that how you say her name? 
Chateau. Such a such yeah. a hero. One of my favorite <laughs> comedies. This obscure French film starring Audrey Tattoo. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it sh- it should not be obscure. It shouldn't be obscure. This is is it broad it's, comedy? It's a rom com. Fer- Fairly Brothers level? No, no. <laughs> is it role Dude, models? It, it's level? it's funny. It's clever, and it's uh, it's sexy. It's, it's good. It's like oh, an episode yeah. of Frasier. Yeah, clever, funny, and sexy. <laughs> yes, this this is exactly like Frasier. Go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you ever notice how in Frasier, like. All the women wear like these really low cut dresses, like all of them. <laughs> I don't know if I oh, have noticed sexy. that. I have noticed Roz in a in a dress or two that's uh, you know turn your eye. A right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, man. Go that. go ahead with your uh, your best comedy of the last twenty years. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't say best. It's like the third best. <laughs> uh, no, I um. I, this is on Mubi, excuse me, Mubi, and uh, I thought about making it my deep dive for next week, but I was like, I don't want you guys to hate me. So, uh, thank you. <laughs> this is a uh, this is just about like a really a really hot Audrey tattoo plays a gold digger. Uh, she's with like a super rich man staying at a hotel. She goes downstairs after that dude passes out drunk. She mistakes like the bartender who is just like it's an empty bar so he's just like sitting watching tv with a drink in his hand she mistakes him for like a young super rich dude bartender's like let's go with it you're hot and uh they sleep together get caught by the old guy and the hotel uh old guy leaves audrey tattoo and the bartender gets fired and she figures out that he's not a rich guy uh spoiler it's <laughs> this is the first 15 minutes oh. uh it, it definitely like if you just read the the plot synopsis it makes it sound like the whole movie is going to be like a just a like a mistaken identity thing where he's got to hide that he's an employee of this hotel for an hour and a half and thank god it is not that they you know like they abandon that within 15 minutes and after they do that it's just like this whole brand new setup where they kind of like strike up a reluctant friendship where there's a bit of attraction as they both kind of navigate uh they they both turn into uh Frozen, you're frozen. Men What's going women? on? You okay? They're both. Uh, what's a male mistress? I don't know. <laughs> mister? What? Masseuse? <laughs> Gigolo? A, a mister? Okay. Sure, Gigolo. A mister. Uh, but I, I really like this. It's besides being really funny. It also it doesn't uh, it doesn't judge like being a gold digger. It reminds me of Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, which is another comedy I love, and it acknowledges that. Like Audrey Tattoo and some other women that you see uh, want a certain lifestyle, can't afford that lifestyle and have no like marketable skills to achieve it, while also acknowledging that a bunch of rich old men, like they want the company of a young woman who's pretty. So it doesn't demonize anyone. It just uh, just lets these people live their lives, and it's funny. Any, That's uh, all I got. And any uh, Audrey odd... Tattoo has never looked better. Mm. Okay, that, that leads... Up... <laughs> Sorry. I mean, go look up pictures of her in this movie. It, it is uh, it's stunning. Well, that, that leads to my question of any any tattoo uh, nudity in this one? Uh, like, yes and no. Flash, flashes of nudity. Ooh. But, oh, okay. Mm. It's nothing... 
do not watch this movie thinking you're going to get like great nudity. I remember watch, uh, watch I remember, it because it's a great episode of Frasier. Right, right. <laughs> I remember you see her. You used to see her ass in um, a very long engagement. Mm. That was pleasant, yeah. as I recall. Anyway, I forgot what it was like to see her in good movies. I feel like that hasn't happened since this movie, or you know, like sometime before. Uh, the Da Vinci Code or something. It's been forever. Mm. Did you see a very long engagement? Did you like it? Yeah, but that was before. Uh, when was that? Like oh four? I think so. <clears throat> I, I, I like that a lot, or I remember loving it. I liked mm. it quite a bit when I saw it, but I don't remember shit about it. I liked it much more than Amelie. I hate well. Amelie. <laughs> I hated I like Amelie. <laughs> really quirky. Ugh, it's brutal, man. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, oh, it's fucked. I can't. I don't even talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention it uh, the other day when we were talking about Frank. Like, I absolutely love that Maggie Gyllenhaal puts down her foot and says, "I'm not going to play the fucking ukulele." Yeah, like that just like kills that whole you know quirky music girl my, thing uh, dead right there. And it's like, thank you. My dad got a ukulele for Christmas. No offense to him, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. It's not quirky for him. It's like, right, I yeah. used to play one of these in 1973. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, like, it's getting back into it. Yeah. Really like Blue, Red, and Gray by The Who. So I'm going to learn how to play it. Maybe he doesn't like The Who, but yeah, some, oh. something like that. <laughs> I looked up tabs once on how to play the uh, Arrested Development theme on a ukulele. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because it's on a ukulele. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, I mean, you, you've never just no, not at all. Oh, okay. You guys have never gone to a friend's house, seen a ukulele, and like, what what can I do with this? I've never been to a friend's never? house who had a ukulele except my dad. Oh. I had a ukulele, <laughs> but uh, excuse me. Yeah, it was really easy to play chord. I tuned it yeah, for yeah. him, and then I learned like six chords immediately. It was really easy to play, but yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I don't. I have no interest. So everyone in... that plays ukulele is a joke. Yeah. Is that what we're saying? Absolutely. Okay. Except for the lead singer Ex- of the Tune Yards, because she actually runs it through some effects and she can actually, you know, tap uh, out a tempo exactly. on her delay and she does it really well. So, and so she's like the edge of ukulele players? <laughs> yeah. No, I would say she's closer to the Adrian Ballou because fuck you two and fuck the edge <laughs> and fuck Bono. She's and the fuck Andrew, Andrew Bird of. Um, of ukulele players. I really like Tiny Tim. I have his first record. Oh. He plays ukulele quite a bit. Right. Um, anyway, uh, Kevin. So I rewatched Predator. and What even needs to be said? Yeah, I mean, it's like going from maybe his worst to maybe his best. For me, it's, bet- I'm, it's between Predator and Die Hard, which is McTiernan's best. But um, Predator. Vengeance. <laughs> Predator of Vengeance. No, Pre- Die Hard with a Vengeance. Right. It's his best. Deal I dis- with it. I disagree. With it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like everybody is so everybody is so good in this. The music is so good. The direction is so good. The action is awesome. All all of the violence is really good. Like I'd forgotten how good Carl Weathers is in yeah. this. Like he's a smarmy piece of shit. I know, but like when you like when when Arnold like confronts him and yeah. like you know like I like know, when he's finding the papers like this is great this is amazing yeah, yeah. he's like really excited about the information yeah. they got but then when like they're talking you know like you led us into this and like Carl Weathers like he believes mm-hmm. unequivocally that he is absolutely doing the right thing and you see that in his eyes and it's fucking amazing 
and like it's good. You, you don't you don't see action movies like that anymore. You don't see characters in action movies. Totally like they don't not. they don't spend any time developing characters in movies. Like yeah. in this movie, like you know exactly who Carl Weathers is. You mm-hmm. know exactly who Dutch is. You know exactly who like even like the like the peripheral characters like uh, Shane Black's character and the, yeah. and the and the Hispanic guy and the Indian guy. Like you know who all these people are. And yeah. the uh, uh, Bill Duke. Like yeah. you, you usually get them. They're like. It's just, it's like, just in like the helicopter scene. Is, is it the writing yeah. or is it just the way they look? I think it's a combination it's of both, the writing. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's the director and the cinematographer knowing how to shoot them and be like, let's, let's reveal who these people are. It's knowing enough to say, we need a scene in the helicopter on the way to the op to introduce all the characters because yeah. we don't know any of these guys yet. So let's show them all before we get into the shit. Yeah. And like, you it's, it's one of those great things that McTiernan has where like he does JR disagrees. I'm sorry. Yeah, because he gave it a three and a half. So. What, what, what do you got, Jr.? Argue with that. I was trying to think of an example of a modern action movie that does do what you're talking about, and I'm I'm struggling. Yeah, which mm. is why I stopped talking. But what Fast and the just, Furious eight? <laughs> what you're saying just it doesn't it can't be true. It just can't be true. Meaning what? What I'm saying about Predator or what I'm saying about modern action films? Modern action movies. I mean, I don't think I don't uh, think I, I don't disagree that modern action films uh, attempt to do it sometimes, but I think they're a lot more clumsy with it. Like I think that they like, for instance, I've never seen Miami Vice. I watched the first twenty minutes and I turned it off because it was trying to do this in a very very clumsy, clunky way. And not nothing against Michael Mann. Obviously, the guy's a fucking genius. He made yeah. Heat. It's a fucking masterpiece. But that movie, I sh- all I recall is that they're having a conversation. They're in like an apartment. They're having a conversation, and then like every every line that's responded to is responded to by a different member of their team, and they just walk out of nowhere saying a line. And I was just like, "This is embarrassing." Like, this is the way you're introducing these characters. Everybody's cocksure and confident, and like they know their shit. It's just it's just, it's read yeah. as so lame to me. He did that. Sorry, not heat. Miami Vice is. Uh... Twelve and a half years old, and it's a notorious okay. fucking mess. Well, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. Like that's 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 an example. What was of what the biggest I'm action about. movie last year? I mean, like Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, the the Predator. No, that movie was that movie tanked, man. Yeah, I know. I was kidding. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of what what a big action movie was last year. Yeah, I mean the Avengers. The Avengers, yeah, the Black Panther. Yeah. If you count them as action movies. See, I don't I separate superhero movies from action cinema. I don't know why. I, I would agree cuz it, it's you're trying to do two different things. Yeah. I agree. Like there's action in both of them. It's like Black like, Panther is like a sci- it's a sci-fi movie as much as it's an action movie. So I sci- yeah, sci-fi <laughs> fantasy, you know. So is Predator, right? Well, no, no I mean Predator as, is a, is a has science fiction elements, but I mean I think yeah. at its core it's about the action, right? I mean it's like Right, yeah. But I mean, at the same time, I say that. But then it's like I'm over here saying how brilliant it is as a film. I mean, like the the filmmaking is brilliant outside of the action. The lines are incredible. The music's incredible, and all that has nothing to do with the action necessarily. So I don't I don't really know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't think any of us do. <laughs> Predator rules. That's all I know. Yeah, I mean, and McTiernan used to be a god. Yeah, and like I just got the uh, Steelbook Blu-ray, and it looks great. <laughs> there's cer- there's certain things that look kind of kind of strange, like the way Dylan is like made up yeah. in the first scene where he's in, like it looks a little weird because like Arnold's already like real sweaty and like Dylan looks like he's in the air conditioner. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I guess he's been he's pushing too many pencils. <laughs> yeah, but uh, 
But yeah, it's fucking great. I've actually uh, heard a lot of negative shit about the Blu-ray. I don't. I, we watched it once uh, at your house, didn't we not? Predator? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I don't remember it looking bad or anything, but I remember I hearing think, like, some negative shit about it. I think it's one of those things where, like, it's like when you go back to an older movie and, like, you're, you, you see everything so much clearer. You see some of the problems with the effects or the shots mm. so much more clearly and maybe that's why people would give it a pr- would you know yeah would criticize it in that way but i mean <coughs> for the vast majority of it it still looks great as long as the music's still and there, the uh, you know I mean? <laughs> and the the invisibility stuff still looks great yeah it kicks like, ass yeah in fact it probably looks even better because like they're not trying to make it like super real like you know it's just what it is, and it looks like what it would be if right. it were if it were real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just a gene. It's amazing. Yeah, the movie rules. So I'm gonna have to go rewatch it now. Totally, Jonathan. Definitely. Uh, watched mid '90s, Jonah Hill's debut. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, starring Lucas Hedges. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> watching this, you know, going into it, I'm like, okay. You love skateboarding. No, I mean, yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. I, I, whatever. But, you uh, love 90s hip-hop? No, but, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, the, the kids, like, references, you know, I mean, like, going yeah. into it, it like everybody was, like, bashing and saying it, it's kids, too, or whatever. But, like, watching it, like, there's no, like, there's really no, there's really no comparison, I feel like. Kids is, like, one thing, and this is completely different. But, uh. No date rape in this one. No. Uh, there's like it's, there's shocking things in it, but it's like kids is like depraved. I don't know. Like it's just yeah. like another thing. Kids are depraved. I think the party scene is is kids light. Yeah. I, yeah. A lot but of very light. Children, diet kids. Children light. smoking weed. Stuff yeah, like exactly. That. Yeah. <laughs> Getting drunk. Well, and like a a sixteen year old just like sucking dick. Well. A 16-year-old goes pretty far with, like, a 12-year-old, which oh my. gets weird. Yeah, it, it was a little rapey, a little strange. <laughs> mm. uh, but anyway. Um, How much, like, Super Nintendo shit is there in this thing? You see, not, not a lot. I can't handle it. They don't really talk about, like, it's just there. Like, it's okay. in the background. Oh, that's or, good. You know, it's They're not like, props. hey, I just got the new Ninja Turtles no. game. Check no, it out. It's, it's, it's all staging and, like, props and shit okay but you, just, uh, you see lucas hedges playing super nintendo yeah just like on the couch board. and then later on All you right. see like him and his brother playing playstation mm. i think they were playing like twisted metal or something i don't know playstation it, it, it seems like it takes over mid it's to like, late 90s yeah it's, <laughs> no. it's strange i think 90, the movie, 96 95 bro 96 john's it, having a parks and rec moment like it has to be 96 because of the PlayStation. Yeah, playstation came out in 96 bud all right sorry i, actually, sorry. I think it did come out in 95 it was like no. end of 95 well in, in japan maybe Anyway, um, he's googling it right now. I'm looking it up. Don't worry. <laughs> you should. Um, Fuckers. <laughs> keep going. Keep talking about the. the I really want to know. In Japan, it released in fucking the end of '94. For God's oh, sake! Fuck. Wow. Okay. And was the first ubiquitous PlayStation series of consoles and handles. Um. <laughs> anyway, fucking doesn't say when it came out in America. Jesus. <laughs> this is bullshit. Anyway, um, the whole skateboarding shit's cool. Like uh, all the, I, I, I really liked the characters. Um, maybe they were a little over the top sometimes. The fuck shit guy was a little ridiculous. 
Um, okay, it is actually the end of '95. Way to go, John! Nice. <laughs> so it's we're, September we're September '95. Um, I thought his brother, his <coughs> older brother, was like, a, like way over the top. That's Lucas Hedges. <laughs> like uh, yeah. the beatings, constant, like like punching. I mean, it's like it, it was like really out of control. Should, should he have pile drived him like wrestling moves? That would have been <laughs> fun. No, this shit is like. A- abuse. He actually like hits punching him, like, him in the face. Oh Jesus! Full fist. It's not cool. It's wow. Pretty uh, sketchy. He does shit. put a pillow on top of his face. No, no, no. In the kitchen. Once. Whenever they're like, oh, okay, uh, the the part where he's like chasing him in the kitchen, and they like they, he falls in the kitchen, and he gets on yeah. top of him. He like fucking punches him in the face, full fist. What did you like? Touch, did you like touch a CD? I think. No, he. Uh... Oh, what happened? Um. Oh no no. Uh, the fuck shit guy like ran into him when they were like out and like, he was just like a a total wimp and he like walked off and yeah. Anyway, what a bitch. Um, anyway, the, the movie is like (laughs) (laughs) the movie. I, I just don't understand. I I I think the biggest part for me is like, I don't understand like Jonah Hill was like never a skateboarder person. And it's like, or according to him, and it's like he read that it, magazine though he loved yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like it just it's just really strange. I don't know. The the whole movie like felt like it didn't really need to be set in the 90s, I guess. Francis Ford Coppola never went to Vietnam either. That's true. But uh <laughs> it just didn't feel like it needed to be set in the 90s for me personally. Mm. Like it just felt really forced. I agree with that. I think well, I haven't seen it, but I it seems like it seems like it's just like playing on nostalgia really hard which is why I mean, the I skateboarding the, the, the skateboarding scene and shit like that was like really huge at the time i mean that that's true but like you could have yeah, this movie could have been made now i don't know like i mean i, I guess I you think, have cell phones think, that that would kind of fuck some shit up but i, mean, I think that's what filmmakers <laughs> want to avoid yeah they cell phones complicate like a kid's access to stuff and he wants it's true yeah. he wants his kid to have skateboarding as an outlet and nothing else yeah mm. But see, if you're a brilliant filmmaker, you use cell phones to your advantage. Like Scorsese, man, the fucking The Departed. How much cell phone use there is in that movie? And oh, it's yeah. like it's genius. All the fucking texting and the weird like ringtones and shit. That I he, guess for me, like I don't have, <clears throat> like I don't care about the nostalgia. It's just like I, I would rather see like a movie about like kids skateboarding today. To like okay. see what like the fuck because I, I don't know what the fuck kids do today. You should watch mine, mining the Go gap. Go watch mining yeah. the gap. Yeah, okay, I'll watch that. But, um, but I, not it's a, like not skate kitchen Jr. It's like I grew up in the nineties. I, I think I, I, I think know, you gave that no, a pretty low rating. Right. Yeah, not skate kitchen, I guess. But <laughs> mining know, the for gap me, is good. For me, it was I, I grew up in the nineties, and it's like I, I get it. Like yeah, okay, yeah. like you want to see a movie about a kid who stays home all day and plays Final Fantasy in his bedroom? Yeah, exactly. That would be super Hides his porn in his video game magazines. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, has physical great, great porn? Wait, yeah. wait exactly. Exactly. Wait has physical wait, porn. It's like, is it late 2000s it's just, it's or just, early 2000s? It's just hint, hentai pictures printed off the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so much ink wasted. Yeah. Like, my God. <laughs> All right. So we get Anyway. What you um, give it? I... <laughs> To continue. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm almost. I'm almost dead. I'm almost. My bad. Go ahead. Um, (laughs) I felt like the movie. I I don't want to say it's too short, but like it was only like an hour twenty, and it's like I felt like I really wanted to know like these characters a little more. Mm. Like all the other skateboarder dudes, like they're they're like the oldest guy. He's like he wants to go pro and stuff, 
and it's like he was actually a really interesting character and like you just don't know shit about him at all and it just i don't know i felt like this would have been kind of a cool like not like a mini series or something but like i don't know something how was jay farrow in it who who was that the black guy i don't know he's like a security guard or something in the trailer oh he's just like a little it's just like a okay, he's on Saturday Night Live. That, oh. No, that or was Jared Carmichael. Oh, is Jared? Car- he's oh. also is he on Saturday Night Live also? <laughs> no, he's not. Who's uh, Who's no. Jared Carmichael? He had his own sitcom. Oh, like no, the, I get I get them confused. The my bad. Show. I mean, it's just like a little funny scene where like he's telling him to to fuck off. He calls him uh, a Cheryl Cheryl Crow guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he looks like Cheryl Crow. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like it's funny. Like later, like one of the scenes later, like all these teenage girls are like at this party and they're like talking about him. They're like. uh like oh man, I wish I had uh, I wish I had his hair, and she's like they're like, they're like dreaming about his hair. It's like <laughs> that's funny. funny. Wow, but, is Jonah uh, Hill in it? No, he's in cameo or anything. Uh, no, Harmony nope. Green does though. Oh, no. oh, oh wow, of course he does. He comes out of the bedroom like after he fucks his mom or whatever, oh, fucks nice. the kid's mom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Pull it, zipping up his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what was happening. Maybe he was taking a piss. I have no idea. Um, that's cool, man. It's really cool. Yeah, I give it a three. It's it's watchable and. I don't know, it's a, it looks really good. I think it was shot on 16, I think. Sure. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good first effort. All right. Well, we'll be looking forward to more from uh, Mr. Hill. Maybe. 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 Yeah. I well, know. I uh, <clears throat> just finishing up the uh, 13th season of Top Chef on Hulu. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> JR, what you got, man? Uh. How many do how many do we have left? Should I do I'm done. Let's let's wrap it up. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, I'll do two really quick. I watched Ant Man and the Wasp, which is a uh, it's a kind of refreshingly low stakes Marvel movie that doesn't really feel connected to the Marvel movies right now. Uh, there's like no globe conquering bad guy, so that was nice. Uh, some of the jokes land, some don't. They put the word quantum in front of everything, and that gets really <laughs> annoying. It gets so annoying that Paul Rudd even makes a comment about it at one point, which in itself is annoying. Um, some of the effects look cool. Like when they go to the quantum realm, I think it looks better than uh, Doctor Strange. And uh, so like the, I don't know, like the size changing, like shit. What? What? fuck with the car sizes and stuff it's just cool what you 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 broke up there for a second you went robot oh sorry sorry i said the uh some of the action stuff is cool like the way they like just miniaturize and expand the the cars really quick uh some of that was in the trailer uh you know this is one of the better marvel movies three and a half and i finally saw unbreakable for the first time that's insane first time that is absolutely first insane time. Huh. your and, first and, time watch yeah when I got to the end of it, it turns out that I either have never heard the twist or didn't remember hearing the twist when I was 12. That's awesome. Uh, this is a, I, man, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, it's like a, a superhero movie. origin story that is like very, it's, it's supposed to be like grounded in real life. It's not, it's ridiculous, <laughs> but it's treated, it's treated very seriously and uh, I, I just I like how just kind of quiet and somber the whole thing is until we have like this climax where Bruce Willis like decides to become a hero in one scene. That scene is really weird. Uh, 
And I don't really understand how Bruce Willis goes from, like, uh, you know, uh, an invincible man who, like, has, like, quick little snippets of visions about people to having, like, fully fleshed out, like, memory visions from the people around him. They don't... Like, uh, Samuel Jackson tells him, like, oh, you should develop that skill. But he doesn't develop it. He just all of a sudden has it. Um, when when are but, you talking about that he has it? Like whenever he's standing in the in the station. When, yeah, when he's standing in the station and the he touches the janitor. Yeah, and sees like everything that he's done to. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. So the like maybe he sees if it's that like the janitor is killed. Maybe it's just like if it's a hardcore enough crime, he sees more of it or something. Yeah, but it, so you can rationalize like, earlier. It <laughs> earlier, he sees like, oh, a guy, a guy might have a gun. Yeah. On his hip. Does have a gun on his hip. He does. He ends up having a gun on his hip, yes. But in the station, he, like, he sees, like, a whole thing of a guy, like, date raping somebody. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's a. <laughs> well, isn't it like he touches them, though? Does he touch the he, guy with the gun? I don't know. I don't remember that. Because he touches everybody in the station, yeah? He, like, lifts up his hands. He starts touching people. By the way, <laughs> when Samuel, when Samuel Jackson, like, holds out his hand and says i think it's time for us to shake hands yeah i even in that moment i wasn't ready for 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 the reveal of samuel l jackson and i guess i can reveal that he's a bad guy because a there's a movie Glass, coming man. out the mm. movie came out today yeah. about him oh yeah, yeah. Uh, park hated it <laughs> 18 years later yeah yeah i know right i'll, yeah. I'll see it, I'll see yeah. it. Hey, did you see split I did see Split. I didn't That's like so it. It's so weird. You saw this. Split and now you're seeing Unbreakable? Well, I I mean, I just I realized that this guy whom I do not like has a movie that everyone says is good that came out 18 years ago that I never mm. saw. And I don't love The Sixth Sense, but it's not a bad movie. Uh, it's at okay. All. I like Unbreakable. I really like The Village quite a bit. Okay. Well, you know, you don't, don't like I don't The know, Village? I don't know what to say about that, but <laughs> it's really good. It's a good movie. Um, I I thought some some Shyamalan stuff that I uh, I liked and didn't like. He gets there are a lot of uh, long, unbroken takes in yeah. this movie, like that typically focus on on Bruce Willis. Like in the first, not the first scene, the first scene set in the present on the train, where you have like the camera panning between uh like these two seats it's like from the point of view of this little girl sitting in front of willis watching him talk to another woman and the camera's panning back and forth every time it uh it's the speaker changes and i was like this is a really annoying shot and it needs to fucking end <laughs> uh and it did eventually when a train blows up spoiler uh, good god man spoil <laughs> the whole fucking movie for people i actually didn't remember any of that first That's 10 it. minutes yeah ruined it yeah, I don't need to I've watch been, it. I've been meaning to go back and rewatch that forever, but I, I just, I just haven't re- gotten I, around to it. I rewatched this like a year or two ago, and I, it, oh. it holds up. It's good. It's really and the, good. I think my favorite part is, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this. My favorite part is Willis and Robert Wright Penn's marriage. <laughs> I like it a lot. And that's good. I like that they're having problems and they don't go like into specifics about it at the beginning like they kind of slowly reveal that they're on the outs like it, it's i just thought it was really well developed and i uh i was like damn dude 
Hmm. Nice, nice, subtle, nice, subtle relationship action. Way to go. So, um, yeah, solid four. Cool. Cool. Kevin, you got another one? Uh, I started to watch the Island of Dr. Moreau with only, uh, only, only finished Burt Lancaster. Only finished. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I, I could. Uh, well, for oh, one, you for turned one it thing, off? Well, Amazon turned it off for oh. me because um, it decided it didn't want to stream anymore. But I don't think I'm going to finish it because it was pretty bad. Are you going to try the uh, Frankenheimer, Marlon Brando one? I've seen that a couple of times, and I, I, I don't it, know. I saw it when I was a kid, but I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, uh, I remember... Like Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer's pretty ridiculous in it. He's the man. Yeah. <laughs> and like Frankenheimer is one of those guys where it's like, dude, like you made the Manchurian candidate and then you made the French connection too. Like what happened? You used to, you, you made used reindeer to be good. games for God's sakes. I used to be good. I haven't seen that. Uh, but yeah. Um, and also I've been, I'm about, I'm about to start on episode eight of the twin peaks revival. Oh boy, you got a long way to uh, go. Yeah, <laughs> episode eight. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. Um, that's cool, Jonathan. Oh, I'm done. Oh, good. Okay, All let's right. let's be done then. Um, right. Let's move on to our deep dive, uh, which is Jonathan's pick, Valhalla Rising, mm-hmm. from 2009. Ten year anniversary. Yeah, the ten year anniversary of Nicholas Winding Refn's Valhalla Rising, Jonathan. Why don't you give us some insight into your thought process on this thing? Why? I asked you if you'd seen it recently, and you said no. So I said, okay, let's watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so we all make our picks. And Kevin has not job. seen this. Yeah, I have not. And, and Kevin loves Ruffin now. So Does he? Now. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Ever since you saw uh, Only God Forgives. Oh, yeah, he loves Only God Forgives. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Neon Demon is really good. Yeah, right. so, yeah, well, like, uh, let's start with Kevin, uh, then. I Kevin, mean, what'd, you, what'd you think of A Hollow Rising? Is your first time seeing this uh, this film starring Mads Mikkelsen? It went by real quick, mm. and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I missed certain parts, even though I was watching it the entire time. <laughs> um, I had the same feeling, actually. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> For for another reason, right? He fell asleep. Uh, yeah, a couple of times. <laughs> I mean, uh, I wouldn't say I'm crazy about the way it looks. It's not bad, but um, I don't know. A lot I, of weird I, CG. Anybody yeah, notice that? like some like of the, the blood. blood. Yeah, like all the blood in the movie, is and CG? like a lot of the fog, like towards the end. Yeah, yeah. Like the lake fog. I didn't looks, notice that being looks, CG. Looked yeah. horrible. Did it? I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't <laughs> I haven't seen any of the uh, pusher movies or fear. Um, Fear X. Fear X, sorry. Have you seen um, the Pusher movies? I saw the first one. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. But uh, they're not these the, the you know, none of his films are representative of what he does now until he does right, until right. he does drive and now it's like Yeah. That's what I was thinking, like, cause like Drive, Only God Forgives, and Neon, Neon Demon are very, very colorful. Like the palette that he uses is very expressive and very bright and this one is pretty much the opposite yeah um but uh i think it's a solid movie um yeah that's really the only problem is like i don't know exactly what to say about it mm-hmm. um a lot of people die uh <laughs> i guess we could i guess we could s- synopsize it real quick what, right. what, what is this movie about jonathan um 
uh, I'm guessing he's like a slave or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, slave fighter. Uh, yeah, yeah, and like they from hell. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so it's like these two like uh, Viking warlord guys who like fight their slaves against now, each other. Now let's stop I guess. right. Let's just stop you right there. Is that is that not uh, what's happening? I don't. They're they're not Vikings, right? I mean, they're they're Scottish for God's sake. They're wearing they're wearing like the same things that a Rob Roy was wearing, like the the medallion thing with the kilt thing with the. They're not wearing kilts, but they're wearing like the the sashes of the. Well, I think like I thought it, okay. I only one one tribe is wearing that. Oh, okay. One the tribe other is tribe is like long hair dudes with beards. I, yeah, they were very they were visually distinct. Well, I guess the group the group that he goes with to America is obviously oh, they're, they're obviously, not they're obviously yeah. not Vikings. Yeah, they're obviously right? they're, not. Yeah. They're yeah, Christian they're, missionary. Anyway, like, uh, these two yeah, anyway go ahead. warlord guys warring are, clans. Yeah, yeah, they're fighting their uh, slaves, and then uh, for what Matt, we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Mads Mikkelsen ends up escaping. And killing a fuckload of people, mm. uh, and he has this little boy with him who was he decides not to kill or yeah. he didn't because he's a good guy, yeah, at heart, I guess. <laughs> um, and then he gets uh, they run across these Christian guys who are just massacring people and making them convert or die, and uh, yeah, and they end up going to the the Holy Land, I guess. They think they're going to well, Jerusalem, yeah, and right. then uh, but I guess they just go across. They the get ocean caught in the mist. <laughs> the endless mist, and uh, they, yeah, they end up in America, and Indians kill everybody, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is it, and that, that, huh. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a rape here and there, and it, then some... and it gets uh, it gets significantly weird. Yeah, you know, if it was just Indians killing people, it wouldn't be that weird. Yeah, it's they're weird. they're stalking them through a good portion of the time. A lot of people disappear. I, okay, like well, let's let me get. Can I just com- let me comment about this the the supposed weirdness that Jr. is talking about? Um, to, I feel like calling this movie weird, calling that that the sequences that you're talking about weird towards the end of the film, or it's giving it's almost like it's giving it credit where it shouldn't really have any. The sequences, uh, the esoteric sequences where he's like making, like stacking river rocks and the guy's raping the guy in the mud. Like this shit is retarded. (laughs) Like it is not interesting at all. It's totally meaningless. And it's just like everything's in slow-mo. I I don't understand why there's so much slow-mo. It's brutal, man. It made no sense. This is why I fell asleep like two or three times during the movie. I couldn't fucking handle it. This part is labeled part five hell. Yeah. Oh, the parts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, and like the part part five hell was in red and yeah. it's like why it's just like it's just really yeah i mean we throw around the word pretentious a lot but this movie uh especially the the latter half super fucking pretentious i, I don't want to say pretentious it I, is i think it's it, meaningless it's just like meaning, meaningless imagery it's yeah. like it reminds me of something we talked about making when we were like twenty two, and we're like, "Yo, we should just have fucking like guys like wandering around in the wilderness yeah. and be like, go kill each other and shit." <laughs> it's like it's fucking stupid, You're right? Yeah, uh, it felt very like it's student film esque. Like I don't know, it, it just even the title, like the title cards and shit, like looked like software. I don't know, it just like looked, <laughs> it just looked not very good. That did an eye movie. Yeah, it really did. It, it, it like ball rising came. <laughs> Fall Rising like came up at the, like the beginning, and it's like it was like kind of like etchy around the, like the word, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh no!" John, all of a sudden, John's like, "I wasted my deep dive." I, I, yeah, I, I was like, "Oh man!" I did. I did. There are things I liked. I'm about really it. glad I rewatched it. Though. I really I dug some of the um, 
like the fight sequences I thought were cool, like his like lunging technique where he hits people in the leg with his axe. And then the CG blood like Well, I hate that them. shit, but I like I like the idea of him like having these techniques where he can fight better than them. And I really like the way he escapes, how he just finds an arrowhead while he's bathing. That was yeah, cool. That was, that, that, that was kicks really cool. ass. Yeah. And I liked the escape scene was really good. But and, and when, he, when he disembowels the guys <laughs> kick ass, but Yeah. I mean I think one of my one of my big things about like the like the story aspect of it was like <coughs> like okay we're like eight nine dudes we're just gonna get on a boat and go to the holy land like, yeah we're not gonna meet up in the south of france you know with our liege lord who's like getting everything together we have and no then supplies we're all gonna go no supplies <laughs> yeah. and like the know, lord will provide yeah and like we're totally like for, like the fog was there when they took off, right? It or seems like I... it was foggy the whole time because they're hiding the fact that they're shooting this in a warehouse. Eh, maybe. <laughs> uh, it, it it looked good though, like when they're on the boat and it's like. I mean, foggy. It, lo- it looks it looks good in a theatrical kind of yeah. way. I I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's very. I like the idea like, of the mist. Very atmospheric, and I think it you know serves its purpose there. But like as as a as a story device, like. Like we're just gonna put them in mist, and this is how they end up in yeah. in you know Canada probably. It just reminds me of here's my my issue. My issue isn't that like the mist is like the the it's stupid and like the story is stupid. It's that the mist, uh, which comes over them and like makes them go insane, and then they like leads them to the America. It doesn't it, like it, it's it doesn't mean anything. It's like it's just like a device to get them from one spot to another. It's like it has no. Th- thematic consequences like it's just completely fucking stupid it, it, it reminds me of like i wrote a short story when i was in college and i thought it was genius and i was like it's it's about these guys driving in a car and then like the world just starts disappearing around them and i was like so fucking good and then my, my teacher was like yeah but like what's it what does it mean and i was like nothing it's it's actually happening and it's like it can't actually be happening. It's like it has to have some kind of meaning behind it. Like that's what writing is. And I was like, and I didn't understand that then. But like, boy, when you watch something like this, you get it now. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like it seems like they were sitting around and being like, you know, Mads, what do you think you can do for this good <laughs> sequence that's coming up where we're gonna shoot everything in slow mo? And he's like, I love to stack river rocks. Let me stack some river rocks. I'll do it really energetically. It'll be fucking amazing. It's yeah. just fucking. It's called a Karen. He's a going. Karen. He's going native. Whoa! Ah, ah. It's just. It feels like a YouTube video that I've seen. You know, where these guys stack river rocks. And I'm not gonna like, lie. This whole thing. It felt like a music video. Like, yeah, it could have been. <laughs> he should just have been directing music videos. But I mean, I'm glad he. You know, I like Refn a lot. Like, I like his last few films like an incredible amount. Yeah, but this is not on that level at JR, all. Jr. What, what, what do you? Stumbling think? in the dark. Jr. What do you think? Uh, this was. My favorite Refn film until this week. <laughs> right? I'm so glad. We, I, like, I, I did yeah. us all a favor. Yeah, I did us. Five. I did us all a favor. Because <laughs> if someone would have came to me like last... <laughs> if... if <laughs> he tried to have five of you. <laughs> oh my God, that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's so awkward on this side. Uh, that's okay. Um... If someone would have asked me last week, should I watch this movie? I would have said, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. It's amazing. Fuck yeah. (laughs) But I would have said, fuck yeah, it's amazing, but I haven't seen it in 10 years, so I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Be careful. I'm sorry, JR. Go ahead. Dude, I would have been like, you know, Mads Mikkelsen is super cool. (laughs) 
it's all this anti-christian shit which is fun yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of like there's like a, there's like an acid trip of a of like an action sequence there's and, and that's Indians. what my memory would have said but that's not really what happens right um yeah and i don't i don't hate everything in fact i like the beginning i like uh i like seeing him battle i like seeing uh mads escape I like when they initially meet up with the Christian missionaries who have just like massacred everybody and left all these poor naked women basically just to fend for themselves and die. Um, I mean, I, I don't like that. I just, I just think you it's very like striking <laughs> and like, they don't like the, the Christians don't have to like deal with their actions because you know, it's God's will. Says Christians don't have to. Um, and then I, I like the, uh, the missed stuff. I like seeing them go crazy. Like the implication that, you know, they're like they're dehydrating some of them are drinking salt water they're they're not just like going insane because of the mist they're going insane because they're they're dying they don't have any resources because they're fucking idiots i know but that's like what what is the point of that like so they're they're it's just a story about morons like like let's get on a boat with no with no shit to to take us anywhere we don't know where we're going i mean I mean, I, I think you could read it like, yeah, it's like, well, religion makes you blind or faith makes you blind. And they're they're just yeah. like blindly following their leader. Mm, and I, I mean, I get very, that. It's I just I just feel like it's not I feel like it's not done. It's not executed very well, in my opinion. It, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's not. But I, I think the the sequence itself is. It's just I don't know. I just I liked watching it. In fact, this whole 90 minute movie was just like a, a breeze to get through. Yeah. Uh, but then once they get to uh, America north america i'm not nearly as into it and i that's don't like 30 minutes like in the action too, sequence at all i think that's like 30 or 40 uh, minutes in yeah it's, it's not very I think long it's almost split in half i think uh, uh is it? the boat at like 47 minutes okay. i deleted it already i don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay Sorry. uh but yeah this is um yeah i haven't watched bronson in a long time either but this uh, i'm terrified i really to watch bronson i really hope bronson is better than this i liked it a lot when i watched it but... I can't and even. I, I, I I have a feeling that I'll like parts of it, but I think also like from like just from what I can remember of the movie, I feel like I'm gonna you know that's a good sequence, that's a decent sequence, this is okay, but then I'm gonna think like what's that? It just feels like somebody who's like Ruffin is just like he's come into his own and he's figured out what he's wants to do now, and yeah. this with the movie like this. And with Bronson, and with Pusher, and with all these like Fear X, all this shit that he did before, it just feels like he was, you know, like he didn't have an identity yet, right? Like, I mean, you watch Pusher, and I mean, it's like it's shot like handheld, and it's, you know, like a goofy like post Tarantino crime movie sort of. I mean, it's really gritty yeah. and everything, and right. it's like nothing like anything he's done. So it's just clearly like he doesn't have any kind of all, identity, right? All three of those are a real mixed bag. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what about uh? Like Mads Mikkelsen is mute, yeah. and I feel like Refn was like, oh, if we make him mute, the audience can like, he's ambiguous. They can put whatever like on him, and and I I think I thought that at the time I was like, oh, he's so interesting because we don't know if he's a devil or if he's good, and this time I'm just like, it's obnoxious that he doesn't talk. Yeah, he's like the man with no name. I think that's probably what they were thinking. Like we'll just make him this like mysterious character, right? But then it's like he. I, his actions don't make sense to me because I, I I would all I would rather him have killed the kid when he escaped. Like that would have shown me. That would have been like, wow, this guy is fucking unhinged, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know? the kid. Or, or at the least... kid's also a slave. So I 
I mean, I was not a captor. I guess. I mean, he's not. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't sleep in a cage, though. No, because he's a fucking kid. I guess. They don't bind him up at night. I don't know. I think it probably would have been better if he had just, you know, at some point, you know, like the kids like coming with him and he just stops him and goes, no. Or, you know, just like. And then decapitates him. (laughs) 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 Or just, just something to like not, you know, like, you know. If they wanted to keep him not talking, it would, you know, obviously. But, well, uh, I think but like, at probably, some they, point, just, like, you know, turn the kid away or, like, yeah. you know. I'll tell you, I did like the idea of the Christians believing that the kid was somehow being possessed by him. Like, he was like, do you speak for the man now? Was like, yeah, yeah. And they, they were right. acting like they were talking to him through the kid. I thought that was kind of interesting. Right. I mean, only very slightly, though. Yeah. <laughs> And what do we get like a good reason why uh one eye and the kid go with the Christians or I don't really think so. I, I, so I was thinking think about that, that too yeah, when, when it was happening. I was like, why on earth would he agree to this mission? He's like, I could use right. good fighters like you and it's like who the fuck like, like fuck you? Yeah, I mean <laughs> he was it, just he, they were just freed. Why yeah. why jump back in with yeah. some psychos? And, and like especially like I mean if they had established it like he had like some insatiable bloodlust or something. Yeah, if then, he had killed the kid, yeah, well, and drunk his blood. <laughs> well, killed yeah. killed the kid, or you know, like uh, from his skull. Yeah. yeah, yeah, drinking blood from his skull. Yeah, with some uh, black metal. Fuck yeah, yeah. Now you got severed ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like this is another movie that like just could have used a better script, yeah, and better actors. Yeah, because I mean Mickelson is fine yeah. with what he has to do, and the kid is fine. Uh, some of the some of the missionary guys are awful. I feel like I want to be a little bit more harsh on this movie because of all the all the props and shit they had, and they made this with it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. I just don't get the. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a it might be a nitpick for some people. I just really don't get the CG blood. Like, why they have real blood, yeah. like real I, fake I blood really in the either. rest in other parts of the movie. Yeah. And then there's just some scenes where, yeah, let's just throw some CG blood in. Like, I, like what is yeah. the point of this? It looks terrible. And it really looked like it was just, like, on the screen itself. Yeah. Like, it was, like, uh, in front it's of like the It's like an image. animated yeah, yeah, it was yeah. strange. It was very strange. <laughs> oh, one, uh, I, w- I will say one thing, I, one specific thing I really like. Uh, the sound design um, is, like, throughout the whole film, there was a, a track of just, like, white noise plus, mm. like, gusts of wind and just, like, ambient sound. And it, every time someone spoke, which was so infrequently, it was it was, it was was just jarring. Um, it was, like, they had it so that the, the dialogue would cut into the sound instead of, like, being layered on top. So it, it, it just talking was jarring, and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I, the score was okay. Yeah. I mean, it was a little, it was a little ominous, like way too ominous. But yeah, I, you know, I, I still enjoyed it. I guess. Did you guys have like a? I downloaded this movie when I watched it. So like, there was like this, um, like in the left and right. Speaking of the sound design, like in the left and right channels, there was like this like uh, rhythmic clicking noise. The whole fucking movie is this like part of? Did you guys notice this? <laughs> I don't know if it was like part no, of the download or. I don't think so. I just, don't know. I think this might have been another one of your daddy long legs <laughs> things. I know, right? It was, it was just like it was like. Okay, no, no, no. And it was like it was just like in there, and then like when like Vietnam chopper. Yeah, right. 
that's actually that movie's on Prime, and I've been meaning to go on and oh, like, check it? it out yeah, and see if it's uh, see if that's there. I really want to watch that. But uh, anyway, oh, speaking of which, sorry to not to get off topic too bad, but the Safdie brothers have a new movie coming out this year. Oh, what was it again? You texted me. None, and then oh, oh yeah, I did text you. Yeah, it's called. Um, what's it called it's like it's got the word gym in it adam sandler is in it <laughs> oh boy which is i'm 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 loving it i'm loving that I'm adam sandler is in this movie it's called uncut gems mm. yes that's right yeah. it's starring adam sandler lakeith stanfield yeah I, mean, I thought they were remaking adina menzel is in it for some reason what? <laughs> like how's that work Eric Bogosian, Judd Hirsch, The Weeknd. It's gonna look, it's, I'm so fucking hmm. down. Set in the Diamond District of New York City. Howard Ratner, a jewelry store owner and dealer of the rich and famous, must find a way to pay his debts when his merchandise is taken from one of his top sellers. I mean, I mean I've got, I've got so it's like Rob Roy in the Diamond District exactly. of New York. Exactly. Anyway, sorry to get off topic, but um, you know, Safety Brothers are make better <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah I'm, I'm fine with that I'm going to give it a 2 wow I'm going to I'm going to go 2.5 I'm going to give it a little bit of, uh, 2.5 uh, 3.25 I'm not I'm not all the way bad yet oh, okay well, well, try it again yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay well um, that's going to be it for the show uh so next week it's going to be JR's pick. And JR's pick is. Yeah. All right, we're doing a we're doing a 1970s western. We're doing Olzana's Raid for Robert Aldrich starring Burt Lancaster. This is a this is a good one. And if you don't think so, you're 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 dumb. That's fair. Um, sorry. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we'll be watching Olzana's Raid from 72, starring Burt Lancaster. And I'm not Who sure, cares? you know, I didn't look into this. I'm not, I don't know if there's like a easy legal way to get this. I have uh, so. had it downloaded for years on my external hard drive, so I have They it. might, the library might have it, Kevin. The library Otherwise, does have it. The uh, library has a DVD copy of it, but it's like 10 years old, so I don't know okay. how good it's going to so be. It's a, this is going to be a, a download situation, Fine. I think. Sweet. Um, so that's going to be next week. Until then, uh, visit our website, filmyac.podient.co. Check out our blog there where we post all the trailers that we talk about. Uh, and then, you know, just if you're so inclined, write to us at filmyacpodcast.gmail.com. And uh, until next time, see you later. <laughs>